<laughs> I didn't do that. That was horrible. Just so jables. And action. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Just So Jables film podcast with me, La Jables. Me, our kid. <laughs> and me, Das Producer Ben. Uh, yeah, nice. Is that the right nice. gender? I don't know. Who knows? Who, Who knows? knows these days? Well, here at the Just So Jables, Jables. <laughs> now we've gone Swedish. Here at the Just So Jables podcast. Jables. <laughs> Just So Jables. <laughs> Here Sorry. on the Just Say James podcast, we like to review films and talk about films and ramble about films. But unlike uh, many other shows or things, people that you listen to, we won't be uh, trawling the internet for reviews and making ourselves look super clever or popular even compared to other people. And uh, yeah, you'll get our honest hot takes straight out of the film after we've watched it. This week, we're going to be watching Bing Bing Bing. There's nothing out in the cinema that anyone here wants to watch. Indiana Jones comes out later this week, so we're going to be doing that next week. Mm -hmm. This week, we have decided what our kid. Because there's nothing new to watch, we're going to watch something on the streaming. We ploughed through all the streaming menus and there was nothing that really grabbed us or took our fancy. So, as last week, Jables was getting us to watch the last episode of the new series of Black Mirror. Indeed. As homework. Which we did not do. No, because you're slackers. Yeah, so we've decided that this class, we will be watching that episode of Black Mirror. Mm -hmm. Even though Jables has seen it before, sometimes we do have a little rewatch of things. Yeah, yeah. Don't we? So we're going to watch that and then have a chat about that and all things Black Mirror. Yeah, we'll talk more Black Mirror. We'll probably watch that. We might even squeeze in another episode or something that I, I like that you may or may not like. Mm -hmm. So just to get a bit of a, a couple of different takes, because I know we spoke about it before. Well, we'll get on to Black Mirror in a bit. Yeah. Better talk about last week, really. Yes. So, last week, we watched Ben. The Flash. Well, you actually look back at your notes then, and then we're like, wait, I know this. Yeah. I've got this. <laughs> so, our kid, tell us. Well, I have been looking at the reviews. Okay. And it hasn't been a particularly popular choice. Yes. With the critics, both on YouTube and the more professional print critics. I'll start off with those print critics because there's a little bit of a mixed bag, but it's not looking generally very good. Hannah Strong of Little White Lies called it diminishing returns and said it was made for diehard DC fans willing to overlook a rote storyline and a cynical business strategy with no stakes, no gods, no masters. Which I thought was a bit. Deep. Does that even mean? Oh, I so don't, it I don't was a know. film then. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. So, but she well started done. the review quite pompously, really saying it's the job of a critic, in my humble opinion. And I kind of thought, oh, do uh, I really need to read all of this? But I did. I did it for you guys. Wendy Eyed of the Observer was a little more generous and said it was a nicely irreverent superhero film, but she also called the science unconvincing. <laughs> Which made me laugh. Yeah. Because it was like, yeah. really? As opposed to those kids, that, the convincing Infinity Stones from... Uh... <laughs> yeah, I quite like... I don't know if you've watched the Kermode and Mayo review no, of The I Flash. No, I haven't watched anything, actually. And Simon Mayo said something like, there's no evidence for multiverses. <laughs> Mark Kermode went, well, there's no evidence for demonic possession, but I still really like The Exorcist. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah good, good points there. So generally, sort of low two, three stars out of five in the print. YouTube were fairly unanimously cruel, actually. No one seems to really want to like the film. Critical Drinker called it a hot mess, a lame duck movie from a dead cinematic universe at a time when the superhero genre is in decline anyway. 
Midnight's Edge said its failure was a perfect storm of Ezra Miller, multiverse fatigue, and a hard DC reboot looming on the horizon. Are we even going to actually talk about the film or just... Not really. No, no they just want to talk about how much they don't like the idea of yeah, the film and then the sort of spin that out. Full Fat Video said that it was fun with some bad scenes but fully embraces its comic book roots and Barry's emotional arc is good. So some people being a little bit kinder, but generally I think people just wanted to be cruel. It hasn't done massively well at the box office. It's got a worldwide gross of... About $211 million on a Consider, budget of $200 million, I think it was more than that as well. I think ish, it was like 350 Yeah, $200-ish million. But that doesn't include promotion and things yeah, like that, does it? So it's considered a flop. Midnight's Edge actually did say it'll go down in history as one of the biggest flops of all time. Really? But I thought that was a little bit over the top. And Did yeah. they watch Greenland? Well, that's the thing, isn't it? And I don't think that something being less successful at the cinema means that it's a bad film. I was no, thinking about this and I was yeah. thinking to myself, Watchmen, for a long time, the only three people who liked it in the world were the three people sitting in this room. Yeah. <laughs> but that's gone on now and there's a lot more love and acceptance mm -hmm. of it now. I'm not saying The Flash is Watchmen. It doesn't no. have that complexity or nuance. No. But I don't know, I think it probably has got some longevity within the fan base. So I'm going to stand by it as a likeable enough follow-up to the Batman films and a, you know, a decent outing for The Flash. Scott Pilgrim's another one for me that's the same. Yes. Yeah, yeah, Because exactly. I was big on that and, yeah, felt yeah. like I was the only yeah. person to. No, I mean, I think that... Was it last week where, where I was in a bad mood and I was moaning about people getting on a bandwagon to bash you films? Were. Yes. Yeah, so I definitely think there's a bit of that in this. I think there's a lot of low-hanging fruit for people to talk about. I'm not certainly not saying the film was perfect in any way, shape, no. or form because I stand by the criticism we had last week. But I think they were very much about the film, not about... The idea of the film. I was thinking back on some of those effects and I was wondering, I think we said last week, whether I'd watch it again. And I kind of like almost thought, I don't think I could do that just because of that crap. Mm. How, how bad some of it looked. But maybe on the small screen it wouldn't be so horrible. So I don't know. I'd um, happily watch it again. Yeah. yeah. I've spoken about podcasts I listen to, the Miss um, Sunday Movies podcast, which I the, the two guys often uh, talk about, tend to agree with them a lot on a lot of their thoughts. And there was a split decision with those guys in terms of, one of them hated it. The other one liked it. wasn't the best, same sort of thing as we said. Mm. wasn't the best film in the world, but enjoyed it. A lot of the criticisms that we had were because the idea of Vesma Miller doing a film and like how bad the CGI was, it just like I couldn't do it. And I get this is the thing. I don't think I'm brushing over it. I'm just saying, look, it's the film that we watched, yeah. and I'm judging it on that. The so things that we liked about it were nothing to do with the effects. They were to do with the character and yeah. the story and Batman and, and yeah. Barry actually meeting Barry and those yeah. kinds of things. And from what you said there, was it the comic, the, the last one that you were talking about, the comics? Um, Fully the, embraces its comic yeah, roots. Yeah, that's probably the one I'd agree with. There we go. What about you, Ben? I still stand by it in terms of for this kind of film where it's like comic book based or superhero-ish. It's not my favourite genre anyway. But I would watch it again. Yeah. But I didn't think that deeply about it. It's just like, yeah, it's, it's an entertaining enough film. Well, if you want to tell us how you thought about it, at Just So Jables, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Hello at Just So Jables. What was the general feeling on the socials, Arkid? Nothing about Flash, but lots about Retro Reels. Really? People are quite interested we'll, we'll in Retro Reels. In oh. But we'll come on to that in a minute. Excellent. Well, then, Ben, why don't you tell us what you're on about this week? I am on about a film which you almost certainly won't have heard of, and I suspect most people won't have heard of, called Braven, which is a 2017, 2018 film, something like that, so sort of five years old, starring Jason Momoa. Okay. Um, this was where I just had the house to myself for a couple of hours, and I was like, do you know what? I almost never just sit and watch a film by myself. 
so I'm going to sit and watch a film by myself. And I sat there and I was like, uh, don't know what to watch. <laughs> Scrolling through. So I found this garbage. <laughs> um, so our kids already told me not to be too mean to Jason Momoa. Now, the problem with this film is, so the, the basic premise is he is a kind of down-to-earth family man, guy who lives in a tough part of North America somewhere. Uh, it's all snowy, hills, trees, and he's like a logger. He works for a logging company. And the film credits start rolling and it's all just like tinkly music and eagles soaring across snowy landscapes and wind and stuff like that and toughness and harsh weather. And then scrolling through the credits, producer Jason Momoa. And mm. I was like, uh-oh. So well, at least it's only an hour and a half long. So basically it's, it's Jason Momoa and his family and his dad who has Alzheimer's getting into scrapes in a cabin in the woods with some drug dealers, which sounds like it could be amusing mm. or at least a bit of fun. It's just a shambles. Okay. So the basic idea is Jason Momoa's dad has got Alzheimer's and he keeps getting into scrapes in town. But Jason Momoa doesn't want to put him in a home. So he's going to have to have a tough conversation with his dad about, well, things, things are getting tricky and we're going to have to do something because I can't be at home looking after you all, all the time. So I'm going to take to this cabin to have a chat with you because I can't just have a chat with you at home. Meanwhile, some sketchy dude who he works with is running drugs using the logging truck and they've got this thing where they chop the logs in half, hollow them out and fill them with cocaine Ooh. and then stick them back together again and run them across the border to like Canada or somewhere. But he's driving like an idiot and he crashes the truck and then they have to scramble away and hide the drugs. Guess where they hide the drugs? In the cabin. Okay. And then you get this kind of one-dimensional drug dealer type who's like, I'm mostly very calm and smug and then I go crazy! Mm. But then I'm calm again and all this kind of stuff, but in a snowy landscape. And I can kind of see what they were trying to do, but it was just kind of bungled. And some of the action sequences were kind of okay. And it was quite low key in a sense. I like that. It wasn't all just like massive firepower and crazy things going on, but it just wasn't believable. And like the way that he was like tackling the goons who were coming after him, it was just like, Papa, I know you've got guns, but I'm just going to like punch you in the face and you'll be dead and stuff yeah. like this. And just the way it ends is ridiculous. I'm actually going to spoil it because I, I don't think anyone I'm actually needs to either. see this film. So he's then on a snowy clifftop with the main baddie who you just don't care about. You don't really care about any of the characters in this film. And he's like, ah, Jason Momoa's character, who's called Braven, that's why the film's called Braven, he's like, you've been like a worthy adversary, kind of respect, but now I've got to kick it into gear and kill you, man, because I'm a drug dealer baddie. And he's like, oh, by the way, you think you're going to get me to stand in that bear trap over there? And it cuts to a bear trap, and you're like, where did that come from? <laughs> Jason Momoa's thinking, ah, hang on a minute, I can use this. What he does is he runs at the baddie, because they're on a snowy clifftop by the side of the sea, and he deliberately steps into the bear trap. Oh, and, and then pushes, pushes the him baddie off the over the cliff. And that's it. The Stop. baddie's dead. And yeah. he's dangling going, ah, that really hurts. And then people come and save him. Right. Sounds awful. Yeah, it's bad. Felt like I was watching a TV movie, really. Mm. But I've, I feel like I've said quite a lot about it, even though it was rubbish. Yeah, you have you said have, it. Yeah. yeah. You went in depth there. Yeah. Our kid, pull it in. I have been watching quite a bit over the weekend, actually, because we were staying in because it was so hot. We yeah. didn't want to leave the house. I watched a little bit of Glastonbury, which we'll come on to later. We also caught up on the next episode of Deadlock, which I talked about you did talk last about, yeah. week and is still really enjoying. But one thing that I watched on my own, and I don't think producer Ben even knows about, was the first episode of Secret Invasion. Oh, okay. On Disney+. Plus. I think I got halfway through. I didn't finish it. Did you? Yeah. I thought it was okay. Actually, slow. it was slow. It was very low key. 
a little bit dull. I had the feeling from the outset that Marvel wanted to be their Andor. You know, it right. was quite sort of grimy realism, quite muted action. I don't know if I like it or not. I will persist with it as yeah. much as I can. It seemed like a strange direction for Nick Fury's character to have reached. So going through all the stuff with the Avengers over the yeah. years, getting to this point, it just feels a bit... I don't, yeah. I don't know. I do, do I care? I don't know if I care. No, I know what you mean. There's a surprise. It's not a twist, but something happens at the end of the episode that I think is supposed to be shocking. Okay. But again, I was just a bit, eh, okay, is that what Someone's we're doing? Someone's a scroll. <laughs> no, really? A okay. bit, well, sort of, but it, it's a bit harder hitting than that. But right. do you find yourself thinking, is this going to matter? Probably right. not. But I will carry on with it. I don't think it's doing what they want it to do. I've seen the odd review of the first episode and it seems to be a consensus of, it was a bit dull, but fine. It's inoffensive. It's okay. You can't judge any series completely really. off the first episode. Unless you really, really hate it. I suppose. But, yeah. but especially something like this, which is very much a small, self-contained or a mm. contained story. So I always, I've said that a number of times on here, I'll give things three episodes. If I'm not in by then, then I'm out. I'll give yeah. things three minutes. I know, that's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, what are you on about, Arkid? Well... I'm not on about a great deal, actually, apart from I spent quite a lot of the weekend in goblin mode sat watching Glastonbury because I, I got quite quite into it. I liked the looks of the line, the lineup, picked and choosed a bit, but I spent a lot of time watching it live in the background while having uh, on my tablet watching like other, you know, previous showings and bits and pieces. So yeah, I had a bit of a music weekend, so not really anything filmy. A couple of highlights for me, quite good watching Guns N' Roses do, yeah. doing their thing, apart from the obvious technical and slight vocal issues, which mm. seem to be. But they sounded, the musically, they sounded awesome. And I was watching that and I was going, Slash is very impressive. When you're watching some of it and you, you realise, I know he's done the solos for years and years, but actually nailing everything yeah. perfectly is mental. I was watching how, you know, what was it with Sweet Child of Mine when you get to the so, And it's like literally pitch perfect and yeah. sounds like that. Yeah. And I'm like, this is mental. And Duff looks so cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, well, I saw Guns N' Roses a couple of times in the 80s. And he looks better now than he did yeah. in their heyday. Obviously, Steve and Izzy aren't with the band at the moment. The rhythm guitarist they've got looked just like Izzy. Yeah, he did, And when didn't I was he? watching, he was even dressed like yeah. Izzy used to dress. And I, I kind of said to Ben, oh, look, there's Izzy. Yeah. And then when Axel was introducing the band towards the end, I was like, oh, so it's not Izzy. Yeah. <laughs> this is confusing. <laughs> but yeah, it was cool. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Other highlights for me, I think, uh, did you see Lizzo's set? No. Oh, did, she was really good. Was she? Yeah, yeah. It was a really it was good fun. Good, one, yeah. of the, one, of the, one of the fun ones. Ang and Rick Astley I really liked. I Rick heard Astley some of that there. on the radio. Yeah. He, he was, did some Smiths covers. Yeah, he does it. He, he played ACDC as well. Just bits like that. Uh, Queens of the Stone Age. Sparks. First time Sparks. There's a lot of first times people have played there. Yeah. One of my favourite things that I found was Nova Twins which I'd, I'd not heard of Nova Twins before. They're like a, no. a, quite a punky sort of electro-punky duo. I don't know what, what you'd say. Kind of like slightly more electric Rage Against the Machine type okay. stuff. So, yeah, really enjoyed that. Yeah, that, that, that was my kind of jam. I'm going to be listening to more of that. But, yeah, lots of lots of people I liked and lots of lots of classic things that you remember, like Chemical Brothers and Left Field, some real good dance bits. I was sat up late on Friday night outside trying to stay cool. Just uh, yeah. listening to that. Obviously, when it was dark, I came out. So yeah, yeah. yeah. But you can't get past like the Elton John set. Mm. I mean, you're in the middle of watching. I'm that halfway thing. through the replay. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's just he. Yeah, he sound like we're saying about like Axel's not sounding good uh, as good. You can't have that kind of vocal short and keep going. 
But Elton John sounded excellent. And he knew how to sing the bits that he couldn't sing anymore. Yes. Right. So you know it. Yeah, because yeah. in Benny and the Jets with the magazine, yeah, yeah. you know, he just sang that quite straight. Yeah, yeah. But it still sounded yeah, really exactly. good. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and it does sound good. So that was, yeah, really good musical weekend. Yeah, that's me. I think uh, what I will mention, though, I think you, you touched on it earlier, Retro Reels. Yes. 29th of July, King's Inn Corn Exchange. Doo doo. And we're going to be watching. Do, 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 sorry. Battlestar <laughs> <laughs> Galactica. <laughs> <laughs> it's obviously Jaws, the original. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we've had a couple of people get in touch yeah. um, on the email Excitement and on Facebook. Or... Yeah, just a couple of people haven't seen the posters yet. So they've said, what's happening? You know, what's the next retro reel? So I've been telling them about Jaws, but a couple have also said, Oh, it's Jaws. It's on the Corn Exchange yeah, if you want to get on there. Yeah, yeah. Book your tickets. We haven't get... put the posters up yet, but we will. Yeah. Get yeah. in there Good. quick. It's booking up. I think that's, yeah, I think it's going to do well. I've been watching, I mean, obviously, as I said before, I, I went to Martha's Vineyard not that long ago. Did you? <laughs> yeah, did I not tell you? No, uh, you no but that. I was watching. Um, and all the on... Jaws memorabilia you brought back for <laughs> us. <laughs> there was like um, uh, 2005, 2006 documentary about the making of that would have been 30th anniversary right yeah you know so it was long making of and i watched that whole thing it was quite a long long documentary hour and a half sort of documentary and i was just like i really want to watch the film and i just managed to stop myself from watching it i'm dying to watch it again we watched it at christmas didn't we oh we did but it was like yeah yeah, but it was like three o'clock in the morning i think i missed the i missed the second half so i went to he's already gone to bed this is when you got back up and yeah Yeah, i got back up because someone was a rottweiler <laughs> so I went off to the quiet of well, Jaws we, on full blast. <laughs> yeah, did we watch? I think we watched the Joker first, didn't we? And then we, we watched the we Joker, Joker, then we watched Jaws, and then we started. I think Pacific Rim, but I nodded off at yeah, that point. Yeah. yeah. So really looking forward to that. You guys, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I think it's going to be a popular one. So on to this week, mm. as described earlier, we are going to be watching Black Mirror. I don't think we should say too much beforehand, actually. No, I, we no. did talk a little bit last week, yeah. didn't we, about it? Well, you were just trying to encourage us to watch. Yeah, we should did. 79. Yeah. Mm, I've seen the trailer for it. Yeah? Yeah. You like the look? Yeah, yeah, it looks okay. good. Did you watch the trailer? Was that the trailer for the whole series? No, was it was just all? a trailer for oh, really? 79, no? yeah. Okay. I haven't watched anything. Okay. I guess it's worth saying, you know, your expectations of Black Mirror and a few episodes of that. I'm looking forward to watching the Demon 79 episode because that looks like quite an interesting premise just from the, the little I've, I saw in the trailer. But I haven't got massively high expectations. I just think it'll be good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for me, because I, like, I think we mentioned last week, when we started watching the first, when Black Mirror first came out, which, when was that? It feels like it was 10 years ago, maybe? Must be something like that, something yeah, like yeah that. easily. It was quite hyped up at the time, I think, wasn't it? And we went in and watched two or three episodes and, for whatever reason, didn't get on with it. And I think we talked about that last week. And I've just never watched any of it since. Yeah. So I'm quite looking forward to this. It's like coming back to it after so many years, having skipped probably loads. I mean, what series are they on now? This is series six, I believe. Okay. Yeah. So there's been quite a few stories. I'm just trying to remember what it was like when I watched I mean, this is kind of like a Tales of the Unexpected sort of like yeah. rebooted mm. kind of situation, Post-modern. I guess. Mixed Post-modern. with a bit of Twilight Zone, a bit yeah. of that kind yeah. of thing, isn't it? Yeah, which in, in on paper is all good. So yeah, yeah. looking forward yeah. to it. And I forgot to mention last time actually, I, I really like Charlie Brooker. Yeah. I've read all his books and I you know, yeah. Scream Wipe and stuff yeah. like that, I really like. Yeah. But 
the fiction stuff for some reason I, I couldn't quite gel with. But we'll see how we get on and, like we said, maybe work backwards I think, through yeah, the series. There's definitely something to find in all of them, but you're not going to like every part of it. It's a good pick and choose. There's such a wide range of different stories. You get, like, almost ghosty kind of ones. You get, like, what if, what if technology was this, that, and the other, and that side of things. There's, like, a, a bit of a serial killer who done it in this in this series and it's you know it's very much i think that's kind of why i liked it because there's a lot of difference in it so and there's some clever ideas which yeah. i liked so a cool. couple of questions is so the format because as i said it's been a long time since i watched it i can't remember much about it is it different directors for every episode or i think so yeah, yeah. and then they're discrete stories or is there a thread at times there's been like a universe almost like a, a dystopian kind of universe thread that it's got so there are episodes that hint two things that have happened okay. in other episodes. Like they talk about like events that have been part of events in other episodes, but they don't necessarily hinge on it. Sometimes it's more, it's more like a knowing uh, in universe nod right. kind of thing, but it's not important. You, you can't, you can definitely watch each episode without thinking of that. Did you ever see the Bandersnatch thing that came up? That's yeah. an interesting one. Bandersnatch okay. was basically like they done, a, I think it was Will Poulter, wasn't it? And it's almost like a, a choose your own adventure uh, episode where you literally choose oh, yes, the direction that you want that. the episode to go. Yeah, I didn't see it, but I do remember that. Yeah. Now. So they yeah. try and be slightly innovative. And what I like about that, it's very much, it's quite innovative, but knowing as well. It's almost like a lot of the stuff is almost parodies of the things it's trying to mock. So it, you know, kind of sends them up. But it's, it's sometimes it almost feels like a, a full stop before it started. It's like, oh, this is how things are going to go. And almost like, and this is why you don't want it to be like this. So, okay. yeah, so it's quite interesting like that. Hmm. All right, then. Right, cool. well, let's go get a curry. Yeah. And then watch some uh, Black Mirror, couldn't even remember. Yeah. And we'll talk to you about it tomorrow, which will be in a couple of minutes. Yes. <laughs> You're welcome. Time travel as well. <laughs> And we're back from my house. Day later. Curry was nice. It was good, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, I enjoyed that. What was the freebie we got? We got a brindle bargy. Yeah. Mm. Yuck. <laughs> it was just that Ben doesn't like aubergine. Yeah. Anything slimy. Mushrooms, yeah. okra. I'll tell you what, it tasted nice. It had a nice taste to it. A little bit of spice. So, yeah. And we watched uh, Black Mirror afterwards. Well, mm. we watched two episodes of Black Mirror. So uh, our kid's going to give us a synopsis. The two episodes we watched were Maisie Day and Demon 79. Uh, there's five episodes in the series. Our kid, tell us all about Demon 79 first. That's what we, what yeah, we watched. Yeah, that was the main one that we went yeah. in to watch, wasn't it? So Demon 79 revolves around Nida. Nida is a put-upon shop assistant in a northern town in the 1970s. As a young Asian woman, she experiences daily xenophobic microaggressions and is forced to eat her lunch in the shop's creepy basement. She's down there one lunchtime and she finds a weird talisman that summons a novice demon, Garp, who tells her that she must kill three sacrificial victims in three days or bring on the apocalypse. Mm. That's my synopsis of Demon 79. I don't want to... I don't know. Shall we talk spoilers? I don't think so. It's going to be tricky, but we'll try not to. You know, it's pretty recent out. There'll be a few people who will be watching it or getting around to watching it. So probably not to spoilers, but we can talk themes. Yeah, cool. Tropes. Ben, what did you think? Well, I've seen it already and I've mentioned a bit last week. So Ben, you start off. What did you think about it? Well, we said before the the lunch break, 
I haven't seen any Black Mirror for a very long time. I only saw a little bit of series one. So I was coming to it thinking this might be quite fun, and it was. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. just a little slightly, I don't know if absurd is the right word, slightly sort of psychological, slightly scary, slightly spooky sort of vibe, I guess, Black Mirror's got. A bit like I said, I always think of Tales of the Unexpected, for example. It feels like a reboot of that sort of situation to me. Mm-hmm with probably arguably slightly better production values. Yeah, I enjoyed it. This one was quite long, wasn't it? I don't know what the I average length, because they all seem to vary in length, do they? They're usually about 40, 40 minutes to an hour, I would say. Yeah, so this actually felt like a good length, because when we were mm. going into it, because you, you thought, our kid, that it was about an hour and 40, it turned out to be about an hour and 20, mm. I think, didn't it? And even at that, I was thinking, that's an odd length, because it's almost like a film length, but not quite, and is it gonna, yeah. are they going to just be padding it and dragging it out? But it kind of took kind of the opposite, well. wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you almost felt like they could have done a bit more with it, potentially. Jesus, no pleasing you, Ben. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you must know this by now, it's two years. I thought the setting was good, the way they'd styled it, had a bit of nostalgia, a bit of retro stuff. It hopped back to a few themes of things, you know, maybe attitudes that were around. It was set in 1979, clues in the name. I think they captured that quite well. I mean... We were all around in 1979. Just. I was crawling around on the floor somewhere. Me too, probably. But the, just the general sense of brown. <laughs> yeah. Like everything, all the clothes, all the cars. The interior of the shop, I think, was done really well. Yeah. It's like a department store. All that kind of stuff. You spotted it straight away, our kid. Tabards. That's the yeah. thing. It is still a thing in Kings Lynn in the fence shop. But yeah, people wearing tabards. Yeah, and then, what was his name? Garp, the uh-huh. the trainee novice demon. What was he? I mean, he was, he was sort of being tested wasn't he to see whether he could pass an exam i don't know it was a, he was yeah. trying to get his, it was his wings the opposite yeah yeah. That's yeah, it. yeah yeah they were nods to it's a wonderful life yeah. in that wasn't there yeah. I think, yeah. does he even mention clarence or getting his wings at, at some point i think he does yeah i think he might do yeah so it's quite a, a fun premise i think i mean i quite like the way i mean i don't again i don't well you've already said it it's not really spoilers she has to do these tasks in order to avoid global meltdown apocalypse sort of yeah. thing and got shows her a little bit of what that's going to look like but it's just it's quite funny the way it's done it is fire and brimstone but gop's just like a little bit not inept he's just he's new to it he's just kind of weirdly yeah. jokey about it but not in an irritating way he's kind of matter of fact but it's almost like he understands the absurdity of it himself a yeah. little bit which i quite like and he's very funny as well he is funny yeah yeah the form that he takes it's very, yeah. just adds to it a lot. So yeah. when he first arrives, because he's a demon, he looks like classic demon. He's like, oh, oh, sorry, you probably don't want to see me like this. Yeah. I'll just dip into your mind, because he can go into people's minds and see what they're thinking yeah. and what they might do in the future and all kinds of things like that. Pops into her mind, she's like, oh, what does she like? Oh, well, the guy from Boney M, so I'm going to be that guy. Yeah. And he's just wearing this ridiculous outfit, like makes him twice yeah. as big, as, like there's all feathers on his arms and shoulders and stuff and ridiculous flares and yeah, it's very, it's platform very cool. shoes. Yeah, and it's, I mean, it, it touches on some quite dark stuff, doesn't mm. it? But yeah, I think it was well done. I think the balance is good. They do, it is quite dark. I mean, you, you said about underlying xenophobia, but I'd yeah. say there's some, that, there's some pretty much out and out racism in there yeah. as well, isn't there? Like yeah. very direct stuff as well. And also, yeah, dark themes in people as well. You know the general overview of the culture at the time, individuals as well as mm. you know. There's like the, the the first person that she encounters under the bridge turns out has a very nasty, horrible yeah. story. There's a lot of cause and effect 
The, the, Although the, he's being very kind. Exactly, isn't he? it's strange. You know, yeah. yeah. And, and that's So the there cr- were twists all the way through yeah. like that rather than just having a big twist. Yeah, at the end. but it didn't feel like you were getting manipulated to it. It didn't feel like you had to look out for stuff. You just kind of went along for the story. Mm. I really liked the retro stuff actually. Into, I did. Because it's not shoved into your face. Okay. It was done in canon, doesn't make sense, in that time period. Mm. Like she goes to, she, you know, she makes a leftover over lunch and she's got it in a stalk margarine tub yeah. when she gets to work do you know what I mean because that's what you did yeah you didn't we all used to have take it. our sandwiches yeah. in flora tubs which exactly. is kind of the same you didn't thing. have posh yeah. stuff you just had it in the in the tubs yeah. that you had and I, I really appreciated that kind of thing I, but and like I said it wasn't pushed into you it's like yeah. here's the 80s it didn't stranger things it no. did it it wasn't like do you remember this do you yeah. remember this it was just like Background this tunes, is the world this is the yeah. world that's how things are going even when you know when she's watching the TV it's like, yeah, you see the mash advert, smash advert, sorry. It's not like laboured on. It's not like, here you go. Mm. It's like, that's just what she's watching on telly. That's what would have happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's what you'd have seen. So, yeah, no, really like that side of it. What about you, our kids? So. Yeah, all, all that. I, I thought that the characters and the acting was overall excellent. I really appreciated that. Everyone behaved in character there was there was nothing done like you said just to manipulate yeah. you there was a classic 70s police yeah. inspector and he was kind of nice who exactly yeah. he he was that character you know smoking drinking kind of thing he yeah. could be in the sweeney but he also showed some empathy towards mm. her and i i really liked that there's a guy who you find out very early on has killed someone yeah and he later on shows quite a lot of I suppose depth and perspective, really, that yeah. you're not expecting. Yeah. You expect him to behave differently. Yeah, he's still very creepy, but he is. Yeah, but there's yeah. there's a scene. It's almost like his finale. Type. Yeah, exactly. There, yeah. There's that scene, and you expect you don't quite know what he's going to do, but no. you assume it's going to be weaselly and unpleasant. Yeah, but actually, he isn't at all. He mm. he he shows a lot of humanity, really, and and I appreciated yeah. those things that took me by surprise. Even his brother, when though, even though the the fight they have is a little bit. Over yeah. the top, it's also quite funny and humorous with it as well. Yeah, it is. Because yeah. I, I was watching that thinking, so she's trying to get out of the house and then someone arrives at the house. It's like, oh, shit. When she first goes downstairs, I have to try and sneak out. Clearly it doesn't work. And then the fight that initially ensues, I'm just, I found that quite funny because it's like, this is what fights in real life are like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if you watch something with, we're going to bring him into it, Jason Statham, Daryl Butler. It's yeah. just like bang, bang, bang fights, you know, special techniques and stuff. Yeah. And this is just like, it's exactly how it would be in real life. <laughs> yeah. They're like, they're not quite sure what to do. And like, yeah, one's yeah. got a knife, yeah. one's got a hammer. It's like, no, no, <laughs> don't hit me, no, don't hit me. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I did like that kind of like that realism, that just that believability of those Yeah, of, of But the saying characters. that, I really liked Garp as oh, well. Even brilliant. though he was unbelievable, there was something. <laughs> he had a charm to him. He exactly yeah. charming and believable about him. I love the whole demon with a regional accent. Thing, yeah, yeah. Because we liked, um, is it Stephen Graham in Hellboy? Yeah. We, you know, we like that yeah. kind of thing. And it could become very silly, mm. but it just, like, Garp just, I think, stayed the right side just, of that. It's not laboured, it uh, like, like with a lot of the stuff in it, it's not laboured on. Those things aren't, points aren't laboured, people aren't laboured, things just no, are. No, that's right. But Garp and Nida, they were both really likeable yeah. in a sympathetic and, and genuine way. Yeah. And I was rooting. For both of them. Yeah. So that when it came towards the end and you're kind of thinking through it and thinking that could all be in her head. Yeah. It, totally. It, it could be imagined, yeah. couldn't yeah. it? But you hope it's not and you hope actually the ending that, that you get 
is very satisfying. Yeah, and it I is, isn't it? To how that yeah. played out. I wouldn't. I wasn't yeah. sure how you you guys were going to take the ending, really. Yeah, mm. Not the no, word I, we'll I enjoyed about. it. Yeah, yeah, I like it, that. it's 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 fitting. Yeah, put it that way. And it, just nice little touches that built up to it, like dialing six 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 on the phone. Yeah. you know just, those little things. Just, that whole just it could be silly, but it stayed just the right side of silliness because of how well it was done and you played. Just matter of fact, wasn't it? You yeah. got so much out of that scene, even though you're only hearing one side of that conversation. Mm -hmm. You can imagine this. So it just it lets your mind imagine what's happening yeah. at the other end of the phone and stuff exactly. like that really well. And like, hell is a call centre. Yeah, 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 that kind of thing. Just, yeah, I really like that, really Yeah, like me that. too. So, yeah, you got anything else you want to add to, about um, Demon just, 79? Yeah, you know, there were dead zone parallels, yeah. which, which I liked, and it made me think of things like drama-rama, but for grown-ups. <laughs> okay. Those kinds yeah, yeah. of inside number nine creepy stuff. But I really enjoyed it, and I would like to think there are more... Black Mirror episodes like that that we can find. I think I hope there are. I think I don't know if you want me to curate an episode you list for to. you. Yeah. Ones maybe you should come round again and I'll go right. We're watching this one and then this one, this one. I thought yeah. I would say it's more unusual for Black Mirror to be set in the past yeah. than mm. the present, near future, or future. And interestingly, the two that you've you've watched are both set in the past. Yeah. One more distant than, than, than what we're going to talk about next. But it's right up there in the higher end, but it's a good representation of the series in terms of outlook, humour, yeah. kind of... There's some really far-fetched stuff in there, but there's a lot of it still grounded. Some things are laboured a little bit, maybe, but it doesn't feel like... It always feels like it's coming from the right place, even though not everything lands. But I can think of certain episodes... Oh, we'll talk about that afterwards. We'll talk about the next, next episode. Yeah, but okay. I can think of certain episodes that I, you know, I could reel off and, and say to you and go, you, you'll like, I, I, I can almost go, you'll like this one, you'll like this one, you won't like that, you won't like that, you might like this. Not just because I know you, just because I, I know you're kind of the style of stuff that we all like yeah. together. So, yeah, but before we get on to any, any future thoughts, uh, tell us about, what was it called, Maisie Day? Maisie Day. Oh, hang on a minute. Car moment, you say? Oh, car moment! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'll, 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 yeah. Let I me should. tell you. Let me tell you about this. Was it's, I right? It's what I'd put in the class of anti-car moments for me. Oh, I wasn't right. Well, you were right, but oh, I mean, it's not really a spoiler because no one really cares about the cars no. like I do. But there's a Greg Stilson type character in this episode, mm. so a politician type who obviously drives a Jag. Yeah, with driving gloves. With driving gloves. And straight away, James is like looking at me like, yep, yeah, there's a Jag, Ben. I'm like, yep, yeah, there's a Jag. like it. And it's yeah. one of the old XJs from the 70s in a nice period, sort of pale blue colour, pale to mid blue. It's yeah. probably got a name. I don't know what it is. But as soon as I saw it and Nita gets in her, in her little car, which is a Mini, yeah. I'm like, this isn't going to go well for the Jag. Yeah. <laughs> so I won't spoil it, but no. that's what I call an anti-car moment because my favourite car in it doesn't actually survive. <laughs> And it's it's not so much for the story, it's just that I'm thinking, did they actually in actually real life destroy one of those? They probably did, because probably if did. you've got like a one that's rusted to hell and um, not really running it, properly, you will just crash it. I'd, I'd say they didn't look like there was much of an engine in there when it when it hit hit whatever it hit. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I think it's worth saying there was some nice uh, there was some like Austin Maxi wasn't wasn't there and other other bits in there. Yeah. And it was like where I grew up, it wasn't in the north, but it you got similar streets with like terraced houses and yeah. things and it, it was sort of like a sort of weird nostalgia way, you, you realise how just grindingly depressing those streets are <laughs> yeah. in real life. Yeah. But you're still like, ooh, an Austin Maxi. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so our kid, tell us about Daisy May then. Maisie Day. Maisie Day. So Maisie Day 
centers around Bo. Bo is a paparazzo and it's the mid noughties. So celebrity culture was at its zenith. Pre-social media? Yeah, just kind of on the social side, just started. going into, yeah. yeah. And her recent work has contributed to an actor committing suicide. So she drops out of the job, but then gets pulled back in for a big payday when star actor Macy Day goes missing after a hit-and-run incident. They don't know about the hit-and-run incident. We know about it. Mm. They just know she's gone missing. So Bo and a group of less savoury paparazzos... <laughs> Classic paps. ...go on a hunt for Macy, but end up being hunted themselves. I like it. That's a good way Thank of leaving you. it. Yeah, yeah. I like it. Mm. Uh, I'll start on this one because I didn't really mention much on it last week. I like this episode as well. It's not as strong for me as Demon 79, but it's a little bit slower. You don't necessarily really know where it's going. It's very... I wouldn't say... It didn't feel ambling, but it was just like you're watching a story. I, I, was, never, I was never bored when I was watching. I was just like, oh, I wonder, I wonder where this is going. I'm thinking back to how I saw it first time. I wondered if there's going to be like character shifts in it that make people seem better than they are or better than they should be. And it kind of ends up they're not. You know, it's mm. almost like can a leopard change its spots? Not necessarily completely. Early on scenes definitely depict, like, I don't know if brutality is the right word, but just kind of like the shamelessness and the, yeah. uh, of that culture. And let's not kid ourselves, it still exists today. Mm-hmm. Maybe people are more aware of it. Maybe people game the system better now mm. or, or vice versa. But, you know, it still completely exists. And I don't doubt that people would act in exactly the same way as they did in, in this film. And I think that's where Black Mirror is quite good in terms of highlighting themes. Yeah. And this is set in the past. That's, those themes are actually still current. Actually, in Demon 79 as well, I'd say quite similar. Yeah, we, all, we think that all these things are you know, solved and, oh, yeah, no, we don't have these kind of... We absolutely do have a lot of the issues that are addressed and raised in it. I was surprised at how the story went the first time I watched it. I I, I, I twigged on earlier on in that part of the scene, but I I just didn't know it was going to go in that direction. It wasn't until they got to the final location that I was like, oh. So, yeah, I quite enjoyed that. I find myself not trying to predict it too much when I'm watching Black Mirror because I, I quite like the surprise. So I'm not okay. sitting there watching it going, oh, I wonder if this, I wonder if that. I just kind of go, okay, take, take me along. Yeah, what about you, Arkid? Well, I didn't like it as much as Demon 79. I actually found myself thinking about it earlier on and thinking it was probably too short and it probably would have worked better as the length of a feature film, where things could have been fleshed out a little bit more and the surprise could have been built up a little bit more. Do you remember films like Shrooms? Yeah, yeah. It could have made a good, slightly grimy slasher film and played out better. Those paps could then be played, you know, you could get more sense of them and that could have been played more for kind of laughs and horror. I would say I feel like that last section of the film... Instead of being five minutes, probably would have been twenty-five minutes and probably overly drawn out. Yeah, for but me. that it felt very rushed. They were suddenly trying yeah. to escape, and then they were suddenly in in the diner. Yeah, and I felt like that whole area could have been explored a bit more—the woods and yeah. things. And I, I don't know. I just it felt it all felt a bit too like maybe some of the beginning bits with her character, with Bo's character, were drawn out a bit too much, mm. and then. The slashery bit at the end was... And I know it wasn't trying to be a slasher 
episode. But yeah. I think it would have worked if it was trying to be a slasher film. Right. It would have worked better for me. I got the metaphors about, you know, celebrities being dehumanised and prey and being hunted yeah. and things. But it wasn't the cleverest exploration of that I'd no, ever seen. But... So I thought it was fine. But watching the two back to back, I thought that Demon 79 was a much superior story. Yeah. Yeah. I would definitely re-watch Demon 79, probably not bother with Maisie Day. Yeah. I quite liked some of the other other side bits in it, though. I quite liked Zazie Beats. I liked the flatmate yeah, kind of... Yeah, she was good. The, the flatmate yeah, thing was yeah, funny. the awkwardness yeah. and, and bits like that. And even though, you know, they're in it to hate them, the over-the-top other paparazzi guys, they're just like, they're sl proper sleazeballs, yeah. but they kind of yeah. make you chuckle because yeah. of how bad yeah, they are. Yeah, they were gross. You know, that's what they're there they? for. And there was an obvious sort of Paris Hilton-style characters yeah. there early on that they're goading and you just kind of think oh that's yeah, just you're the worst yeah, yeah 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 so ben what about you a bit the same as our kid to be honest i thought it was fine but i think what i'd say is if i, if I started watching a, a series of black mirror and i was into like episode three and they were all a bit like that i'd probably stop watching so i'd be like mm, this okay. isn't quite as clever as it thinks it is or it's not doing enough i just think to me the pacing was off yeah which i think you've kind of already touched on the first bit was quite interesting, the setup. So we established some characters, but then we go to, to, to Maisie Day and, and she's kind of, I guess she's kind of slightly lonely, but she's a film star of some kind. Mm. And you see what she gets up to after the end of filming, just when she goes back to her accommodation and just like getting drunk. And I, I was thinking, where are they going to go with this? This might be quite interesting. And then it just kind of went a bit dead for me. It was just like, oh, now we're going to go into Bo's store. And I was like, now it just feels a bit like some kind of weird police procedural or soap opera sort of vibe. And I was mm. like, and I almost forgot I was watching Black Mirror, yeah. which maybe was what they were trying to do. I, I think just so, got yeah. slightly bored. And then the bit where they were like, oh, well, well, where's Maisie got to? Slightly improbable bits like, well, how do we find her? And then they suddenly find her somehow. But they're going up into the hills, like the Hollywood Hills. And I suddenly realised I'd completely forgotten I was watching... A mystery show yeah and i suddenly was like oh hang on this is black mirror where are they going with this and then suddenly it sped right up yeah and it was like now it's ridiculous again i'm like uh that just feels jarring maybe that's what they were going for but i didn't really enjoy that so much i think it's probably what they were going for i quite like that's what i liked about it i, I did binge this i watched a lot of episodes in succession the episode previously is is quite sci-fi heavy with some actual quite heavy stuff in it, this is actually quite a nice sort of... Palette cleanser. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. <laughs> just let's face it, it's almost like fun silliness at the end. That's mm. what I kind yeah. of quite liked about it. But then it also is like a bit fun silliness, but you're like, that's a, you know, it's also a little bit nasty as well. Yeah, yeah so not as successful for me. And not great on Carl moments either. No, there's... When was it set, this one? Like mid-noughties. Mid yeah. Mid-noughties, because yeah. I, I was thinking that, but the car... So when Bo's sort of camped out where she thinks she's found where Maisie yeah. Day's staying and she's doing the classic paparazzi thing, kind of sitting down in the car with the long lens camera and stuff. And then a big black SUVs. SUV type thing, like Cadillac Escalade or something, yeah. pulls up. And I was like, hmm, I'm not sure that that model was around in that year. That looks a bit too new to me. And I was like early 2010s, maybe and, like 2015. And everyone else in the world, apart from yourself and probably my dad was... <laughs> Yeah, we're going. Oh, look, yeah. it's a big black ominous car. Yeah, so that would be be my car moment because I, <laughs> I actually secretly quite like those. Well, so Black Mirror in, gen in general. I'll ask the question: Does it make you want to watch more, Ben? 
Yes, with an asterisk. Um, I don't doubt it. Yeah. You never get a firm yes. No, there'll, there'll be no yeses or no noes. Yes, but I reserve the right to get slightly peeved and just switch it off. Okay. Well, you don't have to watch them all in a row. You know that. No. You can just watch some. Our kid? Yeah, I will watch some more, but that curated list sounds good. Sounds good. If you can put that yeah, together for definitely. us, that would be great. From my point of view, obviously, I've seen them all. Just going over the rest of the rest of the series quickly, there's some... I think we were talking about it when I was having a curry. Did we talk about when we were having a curry? I was talking about the Jonah's Awful, the, the first episode, which has like, you know, comparisons to Netflix and how things like that could go in the future with AI generated content, yeah. which was quite interesting. That's the one that stars Salma Hayek. Lock Henry. And what's interesting, I said about, you know, there are a lot of things that are related in the series and between series. What, what I quite like in that first episode. They're having a conversation at one point. It's not like a long conversation or laboured on, but they're talking about what they're going to watch. And uh, they click through and they see like there's a episode, there's something called Lock Henry that's on there about a serial, oh. you know, serial killer. And the next episode is called Lock Henry. And it's actually, it's not about that being made, but part of it is them making making a documentary that they want to call Lock Henry. And then, okay. so there are links between that. And that's what, that is a good episode. I like that episode. Because again, it's a it's a bit of a departure. It kind of feels present day. Technology is not important, but there's there's important things that happen with technology. And I would say it's more of a story than without disappointing Ben. It's it's more of a story nearer to Maisie Day than it is to Demon Seventy Nine because it feels a little bit more real. It's like real people doing real things. But it, when it gets nearer the end, there's this whole section what you might say after the main story, which is almost like a sad kind of representation of what, what happens. It's like a reflection of how people consider all these like real crime documentaries and bits and pieces okay. that you see on the telly and how it actually affects people, which is interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, but it's the fact that it's like foreshadowed in the, in the episode beforehand. Uh, the next one's called Beyond the Sea. It's hard to explain, so I'm not going to, but it's basically about two astronauts who are up in space, but their consciousness can be transferred into physical forms on Earth. Not androids, but kind of like androids of themselves. In real terms, it's them on Earth, but they're actually on a spaceship and they're doing this stuff. I was thinking when I was watching it, why don't you do it the other way around? Yeah. <laughs> and if you have that in mind, you, I shouldn't have said it. Yeah, really, you probably shouldn't have. <laughs> because if you've yeah. got that in mind, you go, oh yeah, that would make a lot more sense. But they don't. But once you kind of, once I got over that, it's actually a really interesting story about what happens to one of the people on Earth compared to the other. And it's got um, Jesse from Breaking Bad in. I can't. What's his name? Aaron Paul. That's the one. Yeah. Mm. And someone else who's famous. Josh Hartnett. Yeah. Yeah. And it's good. It's a good kind of. It's got a nice sci-fi aspect to it. But it's also set in reality and, and on Earth as well. And that's that's a good mix. That's a good Black Mirror episode. So for me, rating them, I'd kind of put them at. You know, Demon 79, right up there. Lock Henry, Beyond the Sea, sort of next. And then probably Maisie Day and Joan is awful on the, the like the lower level. But they're all good in their own way. And I can say, if you, I can probably imagine if you put five people in a room, you'll get five different opinions of which one you like because they're all quite different. That's quite good. That's one of the good things about it. You know, overall, as I said, this is the sixth series. Some of the series are really short. I mentioned, you know, I showed you the Bandersnatch thing yesterday, yeah. Yeah. which is like the choose your own adventure, which was interesting, you know, but I'm so glad there hasn't been tons of those come out on Netflix because I think I said yesterday, I can't remember if I said it in the podcast or just when we were talking, it's one of those things where they've come up with the idea and done it and almost like 
put the nail in the coffin for it, kind of almost like stopping people go doing it in the future because like this is what you can do, this is how it can be done, this is why you don't want to really do any more because it's a little bit crappy and kind of ridiculous. Mm. Yeah. Be exhausting it's as very, well. Yeah, exactly. Oh, very yeah. meta, very self-aware of itself as well. And I think a lot of these episodes are as well. Yeah. Cool. cool. Got anything, else to, anything else we want to mention on Black Mirror? No, I don't have a grade or anything. No, I haven't got a grade. Just a no. big thumbs up for Demon 79 yeah. and a fine, okay, for yeah. Maisie Day. And yeah. we'll persist with a few more. Uh, let, let's say now then, if you persist with a few more, next time there's a, a new series, we'll sit down and watch it all together. Cool. That'd How's that? That sounds good. It's a deal. Deal. Talking about deals, Ben, what's the deal with next week? The deal is probably Indiana Jones. You say probably like there's a choice. Well, we've got a logistical situation, haven't we? But No. We'll we'll figure that one out. So the deal is a dial. A dial? The dial of destiny. Okay. Okay. That sounds yeah, better I suppose in my it head. Is. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. it's not good. Yeah. I should write the Black Mirror. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sometimes Indiana Jones. It works. Yeah. Yeah. So finally, after the amount of times we've talked about it in the in trailers, we'll get to watch it next week. People want to well, it comes out on Wednesday. So if people want to give us some thoughts on it before we go in, but no spoilers, then how would they get in touch with us, our kid? On the socials at Just So Jables, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, they can email us hello at justsojables.com. All the links are on the website, justsojables.com. Follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all that kind of stuff. I think you can even comment through those as well. So you'll get us somehow. Certainly. Right then, let's get out of here. Let's go. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Just so jables.